Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. There's been a lot going on this this past week. I mean, not only I, I, I've been going outside of my comfort zone, you know, Sunday we had the F1 Miami Grand Prix. And I'm over here texting Alex, and he was actually responding this on, to this <laughs> one. I was like, "Great, finally got something for him to respond to," you know. And I was like, "So I went. I didn't feel so alone." Just a heads up, of course, two fans. You already know. I betted on it. <laughs> Therefore, I was watching it. I was sweating it out. <laughs> I was texting Alex, sweating it out. But ultimately, um, what is his name? Charles Leclerc. Came in second. I just needed him to not come in first. And he didn't. We're all okay. Max uh, Van... I don't even know his last name. Verstappen. Verstappen. Max Verstappen, yes. Max Verstappen. Yes, finished first. Had me a little worried there, but now I got my new favorite. F1 racer. Driver. Max Verstappen. The Red Bull team. Team Red Bull. Let's go. Fuck the uh, what? Where the, what was Charles in? Um, Ferrari. Ferrari. Yes, there we go. Fuck the Ferraris. Uh, Team wow. Red Bull over here. It's incredibly and, hot take. No, nah, I mean this is just me being David, being David. You know, it's not any real like <laughs> any real backing behind it or analysis or any personal feelings. Really, it's just. They got on. They got on the right foot with me. They started off on the right foot with me. But um, I would like for you to explain the because it was a big deal. Like, fuck. Like even Sports Center was just going on and on about it. I don't know if they. It was because they were broadcasting it, so they were just trying to put it out there since they were the broad, since ABC was broadcasting it. But yeah, I didn't. I. I, I didn't. I don't know why this specific one was just. The big shebang versus I'm pretty sure they have races what every weekend. Yeah, but none of them are really in the US. I oh. mean, it's not it's one of the like sports in this world that isn't um revolving around the US. Mm. So and in fact there was actually a lot of kind of uproar, a little a little upset from what I heard from a lot of international uh, traditionalists of F1, they didn't like the way the U.S. did the Miami Grand Prix, but I thought it but was cool. D- define that. Like, what do you mean did? Are, are you talking about as far as the broadcast goes? So how like, they... According, I again, my knowledge is is semi-limited. Uh, I've I've done a good amount of reading since I got into the sport, but I, di- I didn't get into the sport too long ago. So this is this is from my reading, what I understand. About a half a dozen years ago, there was an old ownership group that owned this sport, essentially that ran this sport. And they were they were not interested whatsoever in expanding into the US. They were only interested in keeping it as a European elitist sport and had no interest expanding towards the West. <laughs> so that's why we never really or at least i had never really heard of it like unless you go out of your way and watch it right it wasn't broadcast like especially miami this was kind of the the kickoff of like everybody was watching this and 
even my dad was telling me he had read an article that apparently there's no other sport right now that our age group, our peers, essentially the millennials and young millennials are focused on more than formula one are more interested in than formula one. And that's an interesting fact for you. So that's one factor is that half a dozen years ago, those owners of that ownership group moved on and sold the group to a new ownership group, essentially is the best way I can explain it. And those people were interested in starting the U S expansion. And that's why the drive to survive on Netflix you started to see that come around. And that's kind of where the big birth of Formula One like fandom has started here. Like, keep in mind, it's only in its fourth season. So I got into it last year at the beginning, like kind of when the season was wrapping up and everything like that. Uh well, actually, sorry, the um probably a quarter in I was into the season is when I started watching. So I missed the first quarter. Uh but man, ever since I started watching, I've really enjoyed it. And I think it was, they did a good job. Apparently not so many people uh, share that opinion though. Hmm. Interesting. Um, it's, it's funny. Cause I was actually texting you about it. It was like one of the first things I noticed when I was watching, it was like, yeah, this is like some rich people shit here. And it's funny how you mentioned the, it was the old owners were like wanting to keep it a European elitist you know, sport or whatever, which I was like, oh, that makes total sense. Like, you have all these brands, uh, freaking uh, Richard Milley and Rolex. I was like, ain't no broke, ain't no broke boy brands on here. Like, <laughs> everything is just top notch. They even had the fake marina and stuff. And um, then they mentioned all the celebrities that were there. Apparently, there was uh, 46 pages of celebrities and and um just top notch wow. people or whatever that were there in att- in attendance and holy smokes i was just like dude i mean this i i just i was like when did this be this popular <laughs> like uh, it's the just, tv it, show dude it it kind of but no but not even that just to where you have freaking Pharrell, tom brady uh, the TV David, show, like, okay, I understand David Beckham, I guess, because he's European, so maybe he has more knowledge of it. But just more of the American, Americanized, uh, um, celebrities. It's just kind of like JJ Watt was there. Yeah, I was just like, is this one of those things where, like, if you just you're a celebrity, like, you just got to go to this? Is it one of those things? Or are they all actually like? Man, yeah, that boy Charles or Max Verstappen or whatever. I, I don't know. It, it was just, it was an interesting thing to see. It was something new. um, Something new to experience. I will say it is a lot more entertaining than um, NASCAR. Oh, I, I don't watch NASCAR. I this mean, sport is entertaining because there's, like, it, it's more strategy than i think nascar is in my very 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 limited knowledge of nascar well the thing is in nascar it's just left turns you're just going around in a circle and left turns and so i just i i don't know the person who actually the people who who watch nascar are so mad at you right now because y'all can hit me up let me know let me know forces at play the structure of the vehicle 
the speed. <laughs> but it's the same strategy every every time, every turn. At least in Formula One on on the track, like there's there's different turns, different. Well, not only that, there's the tires. I'm sure there's different tires in NASCAR. I'm sure there is. There has to yeah. be. So, but also the tires in Formula One, there's there's different kinds. So there's different and strategies. And I know they emphasize one of the turns had a concrete wall instead of uh, just whatever they usually make it to make it safer. Yeah. It was a concrete wall, so they're like, okay, so drivers know to be especially cautious on this specific turn because last thing you want to do is run into the concrete wall. Yeah. Sorry, bad enough when you're At running At 140 into miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it was interesting watching the like you said, the strategy, just kind of like how they would cut, undercut, inside cut you, but then like just one slip up and they kind of just go around. I don't know. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was, it was interesting. And there's, I just feel like with all the different turns and the unique tracks and stuff, it's just a lot more variables rather than NASCAR going around in a circle. Like I'm pretty sure the, the Talladega Knights 500, Whatever the one the 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 one everybody makes a big deal out of Daytona 500. There we go. I bet the Daytona 500 is the almost legit the exact same as the whatever the one next one is and the one after that. I mean, just different location, you know. Um, you speak for yourself, man. I've got no comments on NASCAR. Hey, hey that's fine. I just hey. like F1. <laughs> if y'all. If two fans, if y'all are really into this NASCAR stuff and y'all think I am speaking just bad, just ignorance over here, let me know. Hit me up. I mean, I'm not, I'm not staying to be the, have the most knowledge over this shit. But, but to show you how, how much has grown. So the first season on the first episode, uh, like overall, I got like half a million views. So on the first episode of uh, Drive to Survive, it recorded 4 million views. Four million people were watching the first episode of Drive to Survive. That's season insane. one. You no, know, on the on the March one on last year. Oh, the new season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Insane, dude. That's a big grow. Yeah, I think I have friends who watched season three but didn't watch season four because we are not Red Bull fans. We are Mercedes fans, and Mercedes got Hamilton. cheated out of a championship last year. Lewis Hamilton, Sir Lewis Hamilton, got cheated out of a championship by Max. Ugly face for Stappen. I rest well, my case. I mean, Hamilton apparently hasn't been doing good this so far this season. At least up it's to the his car. Usual, it's usual not standard. him. It's the car. And last he was in the middle of the pack when I was watching that shit. I was like, man, he's not. He's a non-factor right here, bud. Like, <laughs> it hurt my feelings right now. I don't need that sort of pain. Yeah. Another sport that I recently, I guess, kind of outside my comfort zone, hockey, bro. Like, hockey's not I'm, I'm getting there. It's a slow process, but hockey, hockey kind of lit. Hockey kind of lit. I might not watch regular season ever, but maybe playoffs. Playoffs? I'll, 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 I'll watch. I'll dabble with it a little bit. Um, it was funny, like, when I first started betting on it, I was, like, watching it just not knowing any I was so I was I wasn't so confused but I was just like what's going on dude <laughs> I didn't really get it 
I literally had to watch a YouTube video. I think I sent you a screenshot of it. A YouTube video explaining like the basics of hockey, the rules and stuff like that. <laughs> and it was an Indian guy. <laughs> Somebody made a comment saying like, it's always the Indian guys no making these like informational videos. Like how do they know everything? <laughs> Especially hockey. Um, but hockey, hockey, looky, kind of lit a little bit. It's okay not to watch during the regular season. A lot of people really don't watch that that much during the regular season. They'll just keep up with scores and and uh, standings. Playoff playoff is where it gets really good. It takes a complete one eighty. Everybody starts playing real hard. Hits get harder. Mm -hmm. People skate faster. It's pretty legit during the playoffs. <laughs> they just turn turn it up a notch. Uh, Dude, it, it, it was, big time. It was actually pretty cool. Right now, I was catching the beginning of the uh, Penguins versus Rangers game, and literally thirty seconds in, Rangers get two fouls on one play. Two players get fouls, minor penalties on one play. So it's thirty seconds into the game, and it's already a five on three power play for the for the Penguins, and I'm there like, dude. Whoa, oh, and then the Rangers are actually holding, holding, holding their own during the power play, and I'm like, "Wow, dang, woo!" It's pretty intense. Power plays are pretty intense. They are, they are, but it, it's it's pretty cool. I I kind of I kind of fucks with it. I dabble with it a little bit. I still haven't. I think. I still haven't been there enough to I could watch a whole period just straight through. Like basketball, I could watch a whole half straight through easily. Nothing. I'm so proud he called it a period. I'm hey, so bro, proud. I'm, hey man, I'm, I'm getting with the link the the lingo. You know what I'm saying? Get with the lingo. Alex, you got to give hockey a chance. I do watch hockey. I watch playoff hockey. Yeah. I think they just don't market. I've always said this. I don't think they market well enough like i don't know why they're never just throwing themselves in my face to where it's just like they tried they tried this year they they made a pretty big deal with uh with espn they made a big deal uh so i think that's the best thing they could have done because not now that it's on they have the playoffs yeah you see ESPN. it everywhere now yeah yeah it's everywhere and it's it's hard to not watch it's, when someone's on espn it's hard not to watch it's like if you're trying to the first take come up as a sport uh you just got to join espn UFC, like one of the best things dana white did for ufc was to partner with espn yeah now you have the biggest sports channel company whatever in the world like promoting your shit um but yeah yeah pretty, hockey hockey not too bad not too bad not too shabby um Yeah, it, My bets have been going good too. I, I'm I'm with you on the why isn't it more popular? I think you just gotta think like in Texas, especially, man. Like, first of all, we don't have a team in Houston. So we had the arrows back mm -hmm. in the day, but we don't have a team. Dallas has a team, the stars, which I've heard great things about them and going to games and whatnot. It's just not a sport we play in Texas, man. Like the, nobody here plays it, so nobody's really interested in it. And marketing to us is probably less so than to states that 
you know, people actually go play hockey in the winter because they're able to. I think it's also the access too. like, exactly. like I said, the one of the best things they did was partner with ESPN because now they have the standing cup playoffs on ESPN, which is easy to access. So because I'm I mean, I'm typically watching ESPN most of the time anyways, if I'm watching TV. So it's just easy to watch on there rather than it being on NBC Sports Network or it some wouldn't BS. be on it wouldn't be on any of that, dude. The first seats, the first uh, year I got into it, it was like on ESPN, like two, like randomly or you would have to like legit go on to like and pirate it because there's like no way to because I mean, I have family in Chicago, so I would watch the, the Chicago team. Dude, it was impossible. So the ESPN thing, you're right, dude. That was a big Black move. Hawks. Yeah, the Blackhawks, and then it promoted uh TNT to to start showing a lot more. So TNT and uh, ESPN started showing a lot more this year. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is TNT new one too? Because that that was that's a good one. I really like honestly. Now that I'm thinking better. about it, TNT is very good at their sports broadcasting and yep. whatnot. Uh, obviously, we know about basketball. Basketball is a one. The team I I'm. I prefer much prefer the TNT hockey broadcast, and I I haven't even watched it that long, but I could tell from the little that I've watched. Yeah, I prefer it on TNT rather than ESPN. So I mean, if I were TNT, I, I would like to see TNT kind of go a little bit more into. I guess I mean, kind of hard to get into football because football is going to be on the CBSs, the ABC, NBC, um, Fox, and all that. I think they kind of do baseball. They have baseball sometimes on TBS. They do the the playoffs, the divisional divisional round and whatnot. I don't know. TNT, they're just doing a good job on the sports they do. Um, pretty cool. And um, broadcast. I know I, for, I forgot to put this on the message before we got on here. But speaking of broadcast, the GOAT, <laughs> Tom Brady, <laughs> freaking getting the fat. Fat, fat Fox deal, broadcasting deal. Before he even retires, I mean, he he retired and unretired, but still, that that's insane. It it that was baffling to me. I I didn't I did not see that one coming, but I guess didn't Fox lose, um, what's his name, uh. Didn't Fox lose the the main guy, their two main guys for football to ESPN for Monday Night oh, Football? Oh, uh, yeah, they. Troy Aikman and um, Joe Buck. Joe Buck. There we go. Why? Why was that so? I was like, how do we not know this? Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess since uh they lost Troy Troy Aikman and Joe Buck to ESPN, um, I guess they had to whip it out, make a big boy move. And they were like, you know what? We're just gonna get we're gonna get Tom Brady before he's he's even on the market. We're not even gonna let y'all get to him yet. Um, I wonder if uh, Tom Brady's now like, dang, do I retire again, bro? Like, cause I can make all this money just doing uh just doing this broadcast. Yeah, it's ten years, three hundred seventy-five million. Three hundred seventy-five mil. <laughs> That's fat. Oh man. Oh man. That, to talk that... about something you love. That's Dude. awesome. All the people that hated the Patriots, hated Tom Brady, 
really mainly just hated Tom Brady. Have to listen to him for the next 10 years. That sucks. Dude, honestly, it's insane how it's only going to go up from here. Uh, the co- These contracts coming out for these broadcasts to get these broadcast guys, it, it's insanity. And um, it just goes to show how popular football is and how important football is and how these networks are trying to get the best broadcast oh, slash yeah. broadcast teams. Um, and yeah, it's, that's just... That's insane. Three seventy-five million, man. I would, un- I would retire, man. Why, why am I gonna go get hit again, bro? When I got this fat money waiting for me, and I, uh, I would still play. Why not, dude? You're, he's out there playing for fun at this point. I, it, since he married Giselle, he's been out there playing for fun. Yeah, Obviously to win, fun. but he's playing with nothing to lose, dude. Come on. He gets like injured, can't play another day in his life or whatever. Still got, I mean, now three hundred seventy-five mil in the bank. He's got nothing to lose, dude. Talk about just power couple, bro. Oh yeah, their net worth is like fucking their kids, 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 kids. kids. They're taking. There is a saying that my dad and I used to say about kids in high school that there would be like, give that kid that's. Uh, you know, the quarterback for the football team, dating the star cheerleader, straight A student, got into the college, everything. We called him that guy. Tom Brady is that guy. He's that guy. Dating the supermodel, you know, model family, playing in Florida now after what, however many years with Tampa Bay, won a championship Dang down man. there, 375 to the bank. He's that dude. Everybody wants to be him. Who? Why right. wouldn't you want to be him? Right, dude, man, you couldn't. He's like six foot four. What? On top of that, <laughs> what did he do in his past life to get this uh, right? good karma going? You know what I mean. I, I need to, I need to get some of that. You know, just a little whiff of it, and I'll, I'll be all. Right. I think I'll, I'll be all right for life. You know what I mean? Just a little whiff of Crazy. it. Crazy. I don't. I. I mean, in America, there's nobody like him. He's, he's like michael jordan-esque at this point he's like if you create if there was a game of just life a video game and you created a player and they're they're just souped up like max overall and everything just everything you have it on rookie mode because you want to get all the best achievements and everything that's tom brady man that's tom brady (laughs) that's tom brady that's certainly how he makes it look i'm sure it's not how it is I do have to ask, what are your predictions? Do you think he's going to be home run like Tony Romo, or you think he's going to struggle a bit at the beginning? I think he's uh, going to struggle. Me he, too. He's not me like too. Manning. Peyton's got this attitude about him that's just, he's very like wholesome and welcoming. And Tom has this, it was so in golf, there's a similar concept, really, really similar, actually. Um, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. So Phil Mickelson is not in great light right now, but he was at one point a very, very, very popular and famous golfer. And he would play Tiger. They were kind of coming up at the same time. And Phil would kind of, in a way, kept up with him. 
they thought, you know, over time, miking them. And then they were, I think, the first, the match. I think that was the first one was those two just against each other. And they tried miking it up. And Phil, like Peyton Manning, is very, you know, outward and demonstrative and very extroverted. Meanwhile, Tiger, Tom Brady, who you would hope would be very similar is really they internalize it a lot tiger was really really awkward the first time they did the match because he just he wasn't used to like competing at that level and then also joking like he doesn't joke like that so you wonder tom brady kind of the same you know competitive mindset i know it's obviously a completely different thing sitting in the booth as opposed to being on the field so to speak but you you wonder if that leaks out and in the commercials and whatnot, I mean, he's like, he's kind of cool, but he's also a little awkward at the same time. He's not very fluid, I guess. But I, I think, you know, enough coaching and Giselle time, I think he'll get there. He'll be fine. Giselle time. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. Giselle's not going to let her man go on, on, uh, on TV every week and embarrass them. I mean, he's not going to be the laughingstock of the, of the internet. That's for sure. They won't allow it. I, I there's it's more likely that he'll turn into Troy Aikman than he will Joe Buck popularity wise. Come on. What do you I think? I think Tom Brady will be very popular. I don't know if he'll hit like Tony Romo. He he, he just has to find no. if he just finds his own avenue like yeah. Aiden did, like Tony did, which I think he will. He's going to be great. He's going to be great because it's like, yeah, he's Tom Brady. He's a likable guy. We we're starting to see him. I, I feel like if he would have stayed with New England, it would be a little different because it would be weird, you know, Patriot way and whatnot. But ever yeah. since he left and with Tampa, now you, you see him on all these commercials and, you know, just really being himself out there, you know, being drunk, throwing the trophy to Gronk from boat to boat, um, all that stuff. I think I think he'll be – he's a very likable guy, so I think he'll do great. Man, dude, I'm a big Tom Brady fan, and I'll say that some of the things he does are a little bit cringe, though. They're almost like yeah. forced, you know? Like, he's, he's like, forcing, trying to be the cool guy. And then you have somebody like like Tony Romo, like, man, we love to hate the Cowboys, and we love to hate t Tony Romo, but you couldn't take away that he was a charismatic person. Like, whenever he played, he was he was one of that, that guy, dude. Like, Tony Romo just radiated, like, charismatic, even whenever he was on the field, dude, like, so it was like a perfect transition. I, I just don't see Tom Brady just doing that right off the bat, dude. I think there's going to be some cringe moments. And I mean, like Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning has that thing on, on ESPN, which is super cool because Peyton Manning has this like such a chill ambiance of just like, I just want to talk about the game. And like, that's super cool with Eli Manning because they play off of that. It was like- they're, bro they're brothers. Yeah. So it's just like, they're just like having boys talk and it's super cool. This one, he's going to have to like really talk about it, analyze it. I mean, it might be awesome because, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of people in this world that know football as, as well as Tom Brady, but I think it's going to be a big learning curve. But I'm excited. I, I can't wait to get a little view in, like, the mind of, uh, of Tom Brady. I mean, I think he's going to – we're going to – just like with Tony Romo, we're going to realize kind of his brilliance. His genius. We'll see. I, I, I agree with your point, AM, that – Tony Romo is just, he's just a little bit different. You know, it would be, I think we'll see Tom Brady develop a style, but could you imagine if they put Gronk and Tom Brady in the booth? Like, 
that might be something that brings out a little bit more of Tom Brady than we would expect, you know, because I think he's going to be very systematic about it. I'm not sure he's going to be very uh, personable, but we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Interesting point, though. It also depends just who they pair him up with. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, big news. Uh, But playoff basketball. Y'all know why we're here. We're playing basketball. Yeah, I need to stop doing that every time we start talking about basketball. It's not gonna be. I'm not gonna make that make that a thing. We cannot make that a thing. Um, but yeah, man, a lot of basketball going on. A lot of juicy headlines. Um, I guess we'll start with this, man. Milwaukee and Boston. I was a little scared. After game three, that this series might not be what we thought it would be. But then, a turn of events happened. Giannis decided to play with fire and dunk on the one and only Al Horford. And then taunt him afterwards in the game. In the series changed because Al Horford was going hard, bro. And you, he had that. You could tell when a guy just it's on fire, he's just running, he's running down court with a purpose to get to the spot. And he's like, Give me the ball, swish, man. I never seen anything. Who would have thought Al Horford, man? This is why we watched Al Horford. Al Horford, what is he, 30, 36 years old? They listed him on OKC's uh, injury report. I don't know if y'all saw that. Last year, they listed him as old. That was his (laughs) reason for being out, was old. Look at him now. Look at him now. You never know. You never know. And that's why I think I I like basketball where it is right now, where it's um, it's not a league anymore where top where you're focused on being top heavy. Let me get as many superstars as I can, but screw the rest of the team. Yeah, because nobody could beat LeBron James, so he had to have superstars well, to compete. No, no one, well, no one could beat freaking KD Warriors, bro. That's true. <laughs> no one could beat KD Warriors, and so now these teams that are playing really well and getting deep into the playoffs, these are deep teams. These are teams like their bench comes out and they're. They're still balling. There's no letdown or anything. They don't have to keep a superstar in and whatnot. Um, I really, you get guys like Al Horford, man, just goes off. I forgot he had like 30-something. He had 30. Jeez. And he was projected like 12 and a half, something crazy, 16 and a half. Easy money. But, yeah, man, this Boston Bucks. Uh, they're actually playing right now, third quarter. Milwaukee fifty-two, Boston fifty-eight. So uh, it's it's finally finally happening. The good series we've we've been waiting for. Um, but the thing is, it's just Milwaukee is Milwaukee's good. I I mean I I not only are they good, but you could tell they. They just have this. I know they won the championship last year, but 
I I just always felt like, uh, I don't know. I felt like the Suns really were the better team and should have won the finals. They just kind of got hot at the right time. Giannis got super hot at the right time. But I was kind of just still iffy about them. But watching them during this series and these playoffs, I'm like, dude, this is a legit championship team. Like, they are the guys that we've been there, done that, and you could see it when they play. Without Chris Middleton. Without, oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Without Chris Middleton. Like, that, that's the crazy thing. That's the scary thing. I agree, man. I, I picked the Milwaukee Bucks to win it all this year is either them or it's going to be the Suns, in my opinion. Both of them are feeling a little shaky right now. I still like the Bucks because the Bucks have the best player on the planet. Uh, you know, according to the MVP voters, not so. But I, <laughs> I, still, I still believe Giannis is the best player on the planet because there is no legitimate player in the league that can stop him. Just like there's no legitimate player that can stop and he actually delivers. You know, KD, we can say the same thing. But KD, unfortunately, either steps on the on the line, the three-point line, and it's a two-pointer, or, you know, there's just some mix-hat. But anyway, I think it's, the Bucks will win this series somehow, some way. It's just, uh, it's just the style of play. So I think uh, I got an interesting – somebody asked me an interesting question the other day. I'm trying to remember where the hell I was at where somebody asked me this, but – they asked me about Luca and D book, Devin Booker, in which who I thought was the better player. And I it's kind of hard to answer at first. That's like a I, I didn't expect that answer to that question to come. So it's like when you get thrown a hard question like that out of nowhere, it's just uh but ultimately I, I it kind of came down to me personally, I think if you want to win a championship, I think Devin Booker is the player to go with if you're doing Luka versus Devin, uh, Luka versus Booker. Just because Luka, Luka has that style of the, uh, like the James Harden ISO style. And not saying he is James Harden or anything. I think what Luca's doing right now and the system they have right now is a better system than the ISO James Harden ball and the Rockets. Mainly because Jalen Brunson, they have Jalen Brunson as a very good number two guy that can get buckets just whenever he wants. For a little man, he, he has some great post game. Like, I've never seen a, a, a guard actually want to get into the post and like hit you with some post moves. Um, but ultimately for me, it came down to Luca is very James Harden esque, like that same style and whatnot. And it's just, you can't, I feel like you can't really put any true star players with him, superstar slash star players with him. Because it just it it would be the same situation with James Harden. James Harden, I feel like James Harden that never really worked. It only really worked in those one or two years with Chris Paul. But that's just because Chris Paul is Chris Paul. Like he, I think that just attributes to how great 
Chris Paul is as a player. Devin Booker, on the other hand, I feel like if you need him to, he has that kind of same Kobe takeover where he will he will put 50-plus on you if need be. But I feel like at the same time, he know he works better within a system. He's a great, he's a, like, I, he doesn't have to have the ball all the time. He knows how to move without the ball. And, yeah, I know, I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's just kind of in the moment, thinking it through. I, as far as just better players straight up, that's a hard one to answer. But if I were running a franchise, starting a franchise, and I could pick one or the other, and I'm trying to win titles, I think I'm going with Devin Booker. Damn. I don't blame you. I I just looked at their stats and splits and all that stuff. They're honestly really, really comparable. They're just, they play different positions. Different styles. Different, like slightly different styles, but Luca's 6'7, Devin's 6'5. Luca's 23, Devin's 25. They both average, like, Luca averages a little more points, but their field goal percentages, three point percentages are all pretty similar. Obviously, rebounds and assists, Luca favors that. But you bring up James Harden and kind of hurts my feelings, honestly. Kind of hurts my feelings because when you come at my boy James Harden, I love James Harden. James Harden was a great, great player for us for many, many years. And unfortunately, he left and everybody got sour about him. But people forgot that if we didn't, if we had made one of those 26 straight missed three pointers or Chris Paul hadn't gone down, you wouldn't be calling Luka Doncic a James Harden type player. I think the major issue with James Harden is. Yeah, his style is very ball dominant. I think Luca is a better version of that. I think he's less uh, gun ho about it, so to speak. And I think it's it's unfair to Luca that you categorize him as a as a James Harden when we haven't seen the opportunity for him to win. Because if he wins with this style and a Jalen Brunson, then you know who can compete with him. I think for what he's doing right now, it's pretty great. Um, I didn't, when I said James Harden-esque, I was more referring to the style of play. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the closest thing you can. Oh, definitely. Compare it to. Um, If anything, I think, I think if anything, Luca is, does it better than Harden, not to shit on Harden, but like, I mean, it's just Harden's usage, I think, was much higher. You'd have to fact check me on that, but I feel like Harden took a lot more shots, which me, which is why he had more points. Because James, I think, averaged like thirty six in his in his MVP year, and Lucas and, never averaged above twenty eight. And I think one of the things too um, that doesn't get talked about enough, which I can't believe, I just never thought I'd be saying these words, but the addition of Jason Kidd as the head coach has really done wonders oh, for yeah. that for that team, which is kind of crazy to think because, like, Jason Kidd's head coaching up to the point where he joined the Mavericks, coaching career was not something to ride home about. You know, it was just kind of something he swept under the rug. Like, uh, Hall of Famer, coaching career, uh, 
we're not gonna talk about that, but redeemed Dude, their, himself. Their usage rates are exactly identical <laughs> <laughs> from 2017-18 Harden to last year Luka Doncic, both 35.9. That's crazy. All right, well, what I said was statistically false, so I was wrong. They shoot, I or their usage rate is about the same. I still think James shot more. I'd have to check, but it. I just feel like this year he attempted twenty-one field goals a game, roughly. What did seventeen Harden uh, attempt? Let's look that up. Yeah, Twenty-seventeen Harden. Can't compare him to right now, Harden, because Benny yeah, Harden, no. Benny Harden, that's a. So he he shot twenty twenty one times we'll say twenty one times. What is what is it for his MVP year sixteen? I can't see. Oh God, that's go down. Attempted eighteen point nineteen eighteen point nine. So he's attempting more shots. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I think my all my right. Thing well, is, statistically, I was wrong again. I think my thing is too with Luca. I've seen too many times where he's just he's gone on a super cold. Like he can get real cold and not just keep shooting the ball and not really, I guess, do the right thing as far as basketball wise like i think that's where we jump the gun though because of his style of play and his usage that we jump the gun on him making bad decisions i'm not saying you know, we have to give him the opportunity to, to... I, I wouldn't i wouldn't call it bad decisions i'm just saying like he just he tends to go pretty cold when and i don't say that as if like he's just like fucking he's like atrocious or anything but i i usually when I'm watching Devin Booker play, I never worry about that. He might miss a couple shots here and there, but but you'll never see Booker just cold, just absolutely stone cold, can't can't knock anything down, keep shooting threes or his his nice little mid-range and he just can't hit it, whatnot. You that that's kind of my thing too. It's just the the streakiness of Doncic. Now I think when Doncic is hot. Whew. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Cause that's the that's the the same animal but a different beast. Is that what Kobe yeah. said? Yeah, I think Luca's just not scared to make a bad shot. Luca will legit. Yeah. It'd be twenty seconds left on the shot clock, and he's just gonna chunk one up. Sometimes. I mean, a couple years ago, I mean, before he he became Luca, Luca, but. I remember them trying to bench him because he was just chunking stuff up sometimes whenever and then with Porzingis, that was one of the things Porzingis was getting mad about, like, hey, dude, find a better play. And I mean, stuff started going down, going in. So, you know, it's not that big of a problem now, but Luke is just not scared to make a bad shot. Sometimes they go in and it's fucking amazing. But I will say um, this year has been a lot better. He's been a lot better about that. And like I said, with the uh, the addition of. Jason Kidd has really improved that offense a lot. Um, I think he's helped it out a lot because I I don't see – I see a much more efficient Luka Doncic now. 
much more efficient than he was past couple years. Yeah, like you, he would, still, you would be correct. He still has the ball a lot, but you can see a lot more movement and like plays actually being ran mm-hmm. as opposed to like, hey, here's the ball, do something with it. Now, now you see movement. You see him become better of a playmaker now after Jason Kidd. So, I mean, yeah, that's a great point. And I think uh, with him, it's it's uh, it's just about if you want to win a title, it's just which pieces are the right ones to put around him. Um, I think the Mavs have a good, decently good team around him right now. They're not going to get past the Suns. There, there's, there's just no way, no how. I mean, Luca's done a great job taking them this far. Shout out to Jalen Brunson as well, bringing them this far. But um, it's just a matter of what, what other key pieces do they need to bring in to make it more of a title contender around Luca. Yeah. We'll see, man. Like, it is interesting to see how his his career started in the way that he played right at the tail end of James Harden's superstardom launch because of the same style of play. Like it's it's interesting to see it kind of carry on. And he's only 23. Mm-hmm. So he's only going to get better and we'll see how his game develops and I think you're right if you put the right the correct pieces around him and he has good coaching and he makes good decisions, his style of play will work. It, he just has to make the right decisions, keep the turnovers down, you know, make it make the buckets count. You know, if you go down and are launching 40 or 45 foot shots, I mean, that's just not what you want to do. It's not running the offense. So a healthy mix, like anything, a healthy mix is good. But and, and, I think the safe bet is probably Devin right now. I do like Devin more and, uh, and personally I, than Luca. And I think that's what I was trying to get at is that um, Devin Booker, you could, he's, you can move him into any system, kind of put him into any system, and he'll most likely fit in pretty well. Whereas Luca, it's kind of like he's a great player, but at the same time, you have to make sure you build correctly around him. Mm-hmm. Whereas Booker, I feel like, obviously, yes, you still need a team to win, but I feel like with Booker, you, you, you have more leeway. Um, you could fit him... You you could you could uh I don't know what the words I'm losing a lot of words, but you could fit him into any plug plug him into any system and he'll most likely do his thing and flourish and uh, make the team better. But still still a great series. I didn't know they had so much like I didn't know there was some animosity between them like, i don't know when that animosity I, I, I don't know if that was just is that i don't know if that's just a competitive thing um because i know i know devin booker's kind of like a he, they, him and cp3 they 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 play good like villain roles you know what i mean they're kind of like they kind of have that cockiness smirkiness to them kind of but i mean Ultimately, I don't think they're bad guys, but they kind of play the the antagonist role well. They fill it in well. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, 
I guess it's hard to be a villain when you're in State Farm commercials. <laughs> Unless you consider them the villain. Who knows? But yeah, uh, I, 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 I just didn't know about that animosity. And it was pretty funny. I saw a few videos. The one with the ball where he took the ball out of Doncic's hands. And then, like, Doncic was like, what are you doing, bro? Like, And then the other one where Booker got fouled on the layup on the drive. And he went, he was just, like, down or whatever. He, and he mentioned something about the Luka doing the Luka thing or whatever. The Luka special? Oh, the Luka, Luka special. special. And I was just like... All right. I mean, anything to gain an edge, man. I mean, you know these guys shit talk, and then all of a sudden they're like hugs and all that, and eating dinner together and whatnot. So they're just shit talking to get each other's head. The thing is, I don't. People on Twitter are like, "Oh, I, uh, I don't like Devin Booker, like because of like those antics and stuff like that." I was like, "But y'all were y'all worshipped Kobe. It's like the same. Yeah. Like Booker literally." learn from kobe you know what i mean like where that's where yeah, he gets it, that from <laughs> tread carefully david canella tread very carefully i will make no comment on that it was one of his protégés that's all let's let's talk a uh, couple last things just you know uh, well you're talking we're talking about cp3 so there's news wait because there is a difference though because like if we we go back to like the NJ thing, it's like it's easy to talk shit when you're up ahead. Kobe Kobe would talk shit whenever he was down, back that shit up, and then whoop your ass and fucking score buckets. So I think there's a difference. We we just don't know because we we just see what Twitter puts out there or whatnot. Yeah, you know but what I mean, mean I mean, dude, I I love the 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 thing that's going on with the animosity with them. But mm-hmm. CP and Book are a little quiet when they're down. And it's vice versa. Whenever, whenever Lucas is a little quiet when they're down, yeah, it's, it's, it's one not. of those things where, 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 where Michael Jordan said it was like, it's, it's something you talk a lot of shit whenever you're up in the scoreboard. Let's see when it's zero zero, and that was the thing about Kobe Bryant, dude. Whenever it was zero zero, whenever he and was he, down, he was. And still then that, he learned how to be like dude. me, then, bro. Shit, always talking about. shit. Always, bro. Always, man. Because you know I stay losing. <laughs> So it don't matter to me. If CP was a real villain, don't you think he would have hopped up in the stands and beat the shit out of that kid who was drunk? I mean, you can't call a man a villain and then him not actually do something yeah, a villain there, would do. There's a difference between a villain and a felon. Well, um. is there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. That's, all right, bro. This is this. You know, there was only one time that happened. It was Rod Artez, bro, and he was he, he was just he was different in a different state of mind at that period. I don't know, man. Somebody life. somebody's touching touching my mom, my wife, and kids. Oh, buddy. Hey, bro. I don't I don't understand people like. I, I, who I read the Twitter comments and they're like, why why is. Why is he getting talking like that? It's it's a child. He's a kid. You're you're a forty year old man. Like why, bro? Like, do you not have a mother? No accountability for the children. Like, do you have? Do you do you not care about your mother or your kids or your wife? You know, because I feel bad for them if somebody messing with them. You ain't. You're just gonna sit there like, ah, well. 
You know, you just gotta ignore it. Nah, bro. Throwing hands. Hop up in the stands, David. Especially, especially if, especially if you're messing with somebody that grew up in the hood, and you touching their mama. Oh my god. On oh God. It's on sight. That's why he said, "I'll see you later." He said, "I'll see you later." I'm in the State Farm commercials, but I'll see you later. I ain't gonna be on your side. <laughs> <laughs> You're not on mine. Shit. Yeah, I he should have hopped up in there. It's I, I, so bad, man. Like, it, it's just. First of all, it was a, it was a kid. I mean, why? Apparently, why this... apparently, he was drunk. Yeah, that's why. Well, the word I saw was inebriated, inebriated and I was like. Means. I was just like, you know, that that's a big word for me. But I was pretty sure with my context clues, I was like inebriated. I think that means essentially intoxicated. He was trying to say he was intoxicated, but yes. it was a kid. So I had to go look it up real quick just to double check myself because I was like, it's a kid. How is he? How is he drunk? Like, but maybe yeah. it was something legal that they can't say intoxicated because he was a kid. Oh, so yeah, yeah, he was inebriated. Apparently, he was like. Tapping Chris Paul's mom on the shoulder and just repeatedly uh, wishing her happy Mother's Day, which is not only creepy, but just really fucking creepy. Do you imagine at being at a stadium, like an event like that, and somebody just keeps wishing you happy Mother's Day or happy Father's Day? Or even if it's your birthday, that's just that's just weird, man. Don't do that. Don't be tapping people on the shoulder and repeatedly re- doing stuff. Come on. Got to oh, be better than that. Wasn't- it wasn't uh CP3's kids there too. Yeah. How how old is the oldest one? Isn't isn't he old enough to you know, knuck if you buck? I mean, geez, where's where's the kid at, bro? Unless he's still, I mean, CP3 kind of old. He's twelve. Ah, that's old enough, bro. <laughs> the other kid was like fifteen. I mean, you might you might have a size disadvantage a little bit, but it's, it's old enough, you know. Um. But yeah, it 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 honestly baffled me too the Twitter comments of people that were just like, "Oh, CP3 was so in the wrong for what for what he did," and it's just like, "No, no, he wasn't." Y'all just y'all just don't know. <laughs> y'all just don't love your mothers or something. It's oh, it's a kid. It's a kid. Why would you even? I don't. Hands are rated E for everybody when you when you be touching somebody's mom, bro. Hands mess are with rated somebody's... E for everybody. E for everyone when <laughs> when you messing with somebody's mom on Mother's Day. On Mother's Day of all days. That's funny. Rated E for everyone. So I I do not blame Chris Paul at all for his reactions or what he said if anything he 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 went pretty easy on the on the family um i'm pretty sure they already had their lawyer like their attorney on 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 call and standby like oh yeah. definitely so yeah. one more comparison for you mm. Mm. serbian serbian right serbian man who likes to get pulled around in a wagon in the off season like a taxi. I think it's a pig that pulls him. Nikola Jokic. Remember that video that surfaced last year in the offseason? He was mm. riding behind an animal that was pulling him in a wagon. Yeah. He just won his second MVP. 
when was the last time he did he win last year? Yeah, he won last year. Back to back. All right, bro. This man won back to back MVPs. I'm tired of this. I'm all right. I am canceling the MVP, the NBA Kia, the Kia NBA MVP. I I'm I'm canceling, canceling it. it. I'm canceling it because it's cancel just like, culture for for basketball. It's the only thing that can be canceled. Nothing else can be canceled. Giannis just hit a three. What is going on around here? Um, it's the only thing that's getting canceled because I just feel like you know. I remember when Steph won back-to-back MVPs, and it was just, you know, nobody really won back-to-back MVPs. I mean, Steve Nash did it years and years ago. Like, now everybody's winning back-to-back MVPs. It's like, it comes in twos. It's like a, uh, you're going into the Sam's Club of NBA MVP because it comes in bulk. You win one one year, you're getting another one next year. Just just play play the same way. Play good. You're getting another one next year. I just, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I mean, Jokic was great. Don't, what, don't get it twisted. Jokic, Jokic, was, Jokic great. was pretty damn good, man. Pretty yes, damn good. Would he almost average a triple double? I mean, as a big man, was he seven five, seven ten? Is he eight miles tall? <laughs> built like the. <laughs> <laughs> like marshmallow best, man that's the best comment like. i've Michelin seen on man. twitter that's what he's built like <laughs> the best comment i've seen on twitter that perfectly just clears this up is how are you going to be mvp if you're not even the best one at your position this year jeez is Damn. he not the best dude i think Embiid was way better this year and i'm like not way better but i think Embiid had a better year this year and dude he was the sixth seed, man. What was the whole bullshit with the the post that LeBron? Dude, they didn't give they, it to LeBron they, to the fourth seed. They change their criteria every year. They change it every year because it's whatever they want it to be. And so, like we said, we if the MVP was legit every year to the most valuable player in the league. I think we all say Giannis this year. He was the best player in the league. I think LeBron would have about like 12 MVPs throughout his career. Um, James Harden would have had a couple extra. It's just every year it comes around, we talk about it the same way. We talk about it how it doesn't make any sense. Why does it matter what seed you are? Why did this person win it? I mean, Nikola Jokic won it for the second year in a row, and I'm not going to say he's not deserving. I I mean, I guess he deserved it more than Embiid. I didn't honestly dig into the stats. I just know that Embiid is more of a physically imposing, like, freak of force of nature. Uh, and Jokic is kind of a little bit more, I guess, finesse. So I, I'm not going to take it away from Jokic. He didn't either. have Jamal Murray all year. Michael Porter Jr. has been injured. They made it to the playoffs. That's pretty damn impressive. I, I saw an, like 27, 13, 14, and 8. It's pretty damn good. I saw something interesting. I think it was like some clip or reel or something. They said, why, why doesn't the scoring title go to the player that scored the most points in a season? And I was just like, 
Well, Trey Young would win it. Exactly. They always give it to the person that has the best, the point, most points per game. But it's like in baseball, you don't give the home run title to the guy that averaged the most home runs per game. You give it to the guy that has the most home runs all year. Uh, what was it? Football. You, if the rushing title, you give it to the to the running back that rushed the most yards the whole year, not who had the most rushing yards per game or rushing yards per carry. And I was just like, damn, you got a point there. You got a point there. It makes an insane amount of sense. To so me. that's another thing uh needs to be reevaluated, the scoring title. Trey Young, you are now the the you hold the 2021-2022 scoring title. It's here for Trey Young. Woo. Jury's not adjourned. Yep. Sliced apples, scoring title. Deserved. <laughs> Jokic, did he deserve it? We'll never know. I just want more videos of him getting pulled by a pig or whatever animal it was. That's all I need in my life is just him sitting in a wagon, being eight miles tall, being pulled around by a I pig think, in Serbia or wherever. I think it's just because this is the first year uh, Embiid has tech, pretty much been healthy the whole season. He's definitely a freak if he's healthy, that's for sure. Uh, Last thing you got for us here, though, is do the Grizzlies stand a chance without Jaw? Uh, I thought they did because, <laughs> I mean, they... Game I think you four. just put that on there and hurt my feelings. I think game that's mainly four. what you did. Game four, they played pretty well, and I was like, I forgot what restaurant. I think we are at BJ's or something. And I was like eating, conversing, but yet taking a peek at it here and there. And I was like, all right, the Grizzlies look like they should take this away. You know, they're, they're playing pretty well. Granted, it was probably one of the Golden State's worst games that they've played so far. Um, and then next thing you know, I'm like, huh? Golden State's up by one now? No, they're screwed. <laughs> they're screwed. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a done deal. I mean, it, it just sucks that that had to happen, that Jordan Poole had to swipe at John Morant's knee. What's your opinion on that? You think he was going for the ball? <laughs> yes, he was going for the ball, bro. Bro, pull up the video. I don't think he was. I'm serious. I'm not going to sit here and call him a dirty player, but I'm going to tell you when you watch this, the way the, where the ball was going, there's no way he, he's not even close. He was going for the ball, man. Come nah, on, dude, watch it. Seriously. You see this? You watch, are you watching his screen right now? I am watching right now. Look, look at that. He went for the ball I, there. Swipe. Look where the ball was at. Bro. He, what is that? What are you talking about? No. I think the pool makes it a little iffy because he, it's clear that he has his knee and then he kind of does one of these. Like, he kind of pulls it. He, like, pulls it. I need to him. see it. Can, do they have – can I see it in regular – do they have it in regular speed, like full speed, or is this – I'm tired of seeing this slow down replay because obviously when you slow things down, Look it's like – Look at that. You have a I, he doesn't even perception. make an effort past the knee. But it looks like a like, great is – I'm not gonna. Because he was going. Because the ball was right there. He was going for the ball. Bro, watch this. I'm telling you right now. 
Like, look how... All right, come on, dude. How, how do you not say... I'm not saying that injured him or anything. Look, swipe, and then... What is that? Because the thing was, that? look, look, come look. On. If you see the ball, it looks like it's coming towards Jordan Poole. Stop. But more, come on, dude. Come Bro, on, he look, quits look. out halfway through, and it, like, just yanks his knee. It doesn't make any sense. Because he thought it was coming at it's him. The same, it's the same logic... As when Draymond threw down whoever it was. was It, look, um, it was not it was going towards him. Dylan Brooks. It was. But the it's the same logic as why didn't you just let go, Draymond? Like, why didn't yeah. you let go of his jersey? Why does he have to pull? Like, he could just put his hand there and then pulled it back. doesn't need to pull on his knee. Yeah, plus if he's going for the ball there, there's no way he's going to, you know, pull it back there. He's probably going to go more just for the like, poke out. Whatever he was doing, it was sus, and I'm not cool with it. That's not and and the thing is, and you're I up feel like the sixteen. I feel like the slow mo. It probably the swipe. He probably didn't even grab on it. Like the slow mo makes it seem like he did. It Jeez. probably just literally like, like. Just swipe. Bro, he's just... out here trying to injure my boy. That's what he's trying to do. Oh my god. For being Look honest, this, man. Look. Look at this. Looks like grab yank. Man trying to tear his ACL. Unreal. I will give him yeah, the benefit that... of the doubt because Paul has, has not been a dirty player, though. Sure, whatever. Try to injure my boy. Whatever. You can Bro, this kid there. tries to, he comes in, he's this like superstar, or whatever. Like, look look at me, look at me. Sunshine on me. And then all of a sudden, he's pulling at my boy's knee. Fuck out look, of here. I feel like if it was really trying to injure his knee, that little swipe, I felt like he would have tried to do way more than the little fucking. No, apparently he collided knees with clay. It was really what injured it. So I yeah. know that didn't actually injure it. I'm just fucking around. But it is sus. Like, it is very sus him doing that. Because that's. You don't see that. Like, you don't see. Like, he like quits. Look at this. I mean, I'll give it to you. It's close to the ball. But it's just and, weird that he like grabs and pulls his leg like this. And strange. I think also what makes it seem like is the the way Morant moved his leg oh makes God, it seem God. like as if because the thing is I don't think Jordan Poole grabbed and pulled it. I think he like touched it, but like grabbed and pulled it. I think it was more of Morant like just moving his. Yeah, that's the play. He jumped at him, and I guess he hurt himself that way. Oh, what? And Jordan Poole was like, "Ooh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm going after. I'm, I'm a, I'm a." He took the first leg down. I'm taking the other one down. I'm, I'm, give it a good I'm, pull. I'm gonna give it timber. a timber. Yes. <laughs> like uh, I know he didn't try to injure him. It's just unfortunate, like you say, going back to the series that you know it, it, they're just they're not there yet. Desmond Bain is not playing as well, nearly as well as he did in the first series. Um, Jaron Jackson play better. But I love, I, I love my uh, my girlfriend because she's so fun. And we'll watch basketball and she'll sit there and say like, "Why did he miss that free throw?" I'm like, well, they just miss free throws. It's like, well, they play basketball; they shouldn't miss free throws. And I, I said, I agree exactly. So Jaron Jackson, <laughs> I'm going to keep it very simple: play better. Stay out of foul trouble and play better. It's Do so better. simple. So th there's just a couple of things. I think the big drop off of Desmond Bain from the first series to this series 
has been just killer for the Grizz. They they really needed Desmond Bain to play well, and for whatever reason, he's now he's injured bad. or slow or not making shots or all of the above. He, he's on he he's on that Ben Simmons, but except he's actually willing to go out there and play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. But that's that's killer. And then obviously losing Chad Brooks, Dylan Brooks, to the Chad uh, the, Brooks, Chad Brooks. They call him Chad. Uh, but Dylan Brooks to the the suspension, the one game suspension, that was obviously painful. All in all, just a just a shit mix of bad scenarios and bad variables that went against the Grizz. So next year, hopefully, there's a lot of pieces on this team that are uh, very valuable in other franchises' eyes. So I hope that they keep it together. For example, Tyus Jones is not a backup point guard he is a starting point guard on a team somewhere so hopefully there is still some space next year i don't know their contract structures but i hope there's still another year for this team to run it back with some more experience and some learning because jaron just needs to play better honestly jaron and desmond those two that that's terrible did they declare jaw out for the series or the postseason He's doubtful for the series return. I don't think they'll get past it. it I, this is you're asking me who do you, who I think is going to win. Golden State's another one, dude. It's hard to imagine anybody beating Golden State. Phoenix. We'll see. We'll see. We'll reserve that for the next round, right? I think. I think Phoenix. I love these playoffs. They're so much better than they have been in the past. Dude, this is the best playoffs I remember in a little while. And maybe I said that last year, but. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 year with no LeBron and like Giannis in peak form and you got the Warriors back, like it's just a it's a good time to be a basketball okay, fan. If if LeBron was in the playoffs, it would still be a great playoff. It'd be better. It would be better, yes. It would be better. It's just like like I said, this is a it's a great era of basketball we're in. It's, yeah. it's a real team basketball. You need if you wanna have a championship team, you have to have not just like top load heavy superstars. You got to have a squad from one one to one to nine. I yeah, think get away one, with one to nine. nine. <laughs> you don't have to go the whole twelve, but one to nine. You know, you I'm do saying? need a rotation definitely. You do have to have some role players that are coming and can get you some buckets, like an Alex Caruso or, I mean, like a Tyus Jones. Honestly, like those kind of guys. Jordan Poole is another one. These guys that come off the bench and are monsters. And- Cam Johnson, Cameron Cam Payne. Johnson, yeah, campaign, and that's and that's yeah. ultimately what I think it comes down to when it's uh, in the conference finals when it's the Suns against the Warriors. Just the Suns are deeper, and they have, I mean, everybody essentially could play defense. You got because you know they're gonna try to switch switch it up. What? All right, CP three, still a great defender. Oh. Let's do a switch. Oh, now you got McCall Bridges on you. Oh, that's great. Um, oh, switch. DeAndre Aiden's on you. What you gonna do now? Like it's just they're 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 just on both sides of the ball. They're they're just a great team. And um, then you go to the bench. You still got. Um, I didn't even mention on the starting lineup Jake Jay Crowder as well. Even yeah. though he, his shoot his offense could be a little wishy washy, but he's always gonna bring it on the defensive end. Then you go to the bench, you still got to deal with campaign. Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson's one of my favorites because he he just 
he does everything that needs to be done. He's not this, oh my God, pop off the stat sheet player, but anything that needs to be done in a certain situation in a certain game, because obviously every series is different. He's a guy that can do whatever that thing that needs to be done. He can yeah. do it. Whether he needs to just stand in the corner and hit a bunch of threes, or if he needs to D up the, the best guy, anything like that. And then, uh, I mean, JaVale McGee has his, has his moments sometimes, you know, he'll, he'll don't do bring thing. up JaVale McGee. Actually, do his like, thing come here on. and there, you know, don't try got, to play that off. The thing, I think the key is though, uh, Chris Paul. What Chris Paul are we going to see? Because um, I, I, I don't get it. I'm, seven points, seven turnovers in the first half. How about them stats? Dude, he legit has to be taking, like, intentionally taking days off. Like, he just doesn't, I don't know, put full effort. Because there's no way. Stats, that's for there, sure. There's no way you could do 7.7 turnovers. And then the next game, you have 30 in the fourth quarter going 15 for 15. And you're just you can't miss and it's just you turn into point god you go from point trash to point god just it, it doesn't make any sense there's no like middle there's no just middle of the road you know i'm a i'm gonna put up a you know pedestrian you know 16 yeah, like a cool 17 cool 17 eight assists few rebounds yeah maybe a steal Maybe yeah, maybe a steal, you know. Like, yeah, it's never any of that. <laughs> Instead, it's like I couldn't believe when I saw that when I was watching the game. Seven point seven turnovers. It was crazy in the first half. Um, dude, the second half. Oh my goodness, that was just, that just showed because I was just like, man, first half it was pretty close. I'm like, man, dude, why are where are the Suns? The Suns really letting the Mavericks kind of just stick around in yeah. the series, you know what I mean? And then the second half, they just came out just... I was like, okay, that's the Suns I know. Just Devin Booker had like six points off the bat, and they just defense locking down. I think Mavericks went like four minutes without a field goal. What not? It was, it was, it was insane. It went from being close to, oh, yeah, it's a blowout in a matter of five minutes. Yeah, it'll be interesting that series, and then Milwaukee Boston is up in the air. We'll talk about that next time. And we still haven't even talked about the Heat, but there's not really much to talk about at this point, is there? Fuck yo mask. You saw that comment? How funny was that? Yeah, <laughs> nobody knew me until I put the mask on. Fuck yo mask is Jimmy Butler on Joel Embiid's Instagram post. Love I love him. I love Jimmy Butler, dude. He's so he is so underrated. He's so funny and so, so underrated. underrated. He's so player. good. He, he, his effort is off the charts. He's like, you know, he has that motor, that energy, but he doesn't do dumb shit like Russell Westbrook does, turning the ball over consistently. Like, he uses his motor in the right way. Yeah, and the thing is, I think a big factor, too, is, like, he doesn't, he doesn't care to be the superstar yeah. or it, it's just... He just does what needs to be done, and Kyle Lowry's out. You know, he's the main guy, so he and he feels it. He does it, and he does it great. And you know what, Jimmy Butler, congratulations, superstar. I've he is a superstar. Superstar. 
I thought after he put up like 47 or whatever against LeBron in the finals, that was like, wow, okay. When him and LeBron were just trading back to back. Yeah. To, and he was just leaning over the yeah. over the thing like, bro, I'm tired, bro. Yeah, dude. That was when I realized Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler. Yeah. The, On the, the biggest heat. stage, he was doing that with the best player in the world at the time. The Heat, I, I love a team like that. It's just they don't have the best guys on there on on the on the squad, but they just they got a lot of heart, a lot of grit, and they play hard and they play correctly and they're well coached. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited for the rest of the playoffs. We'll see what happens, but man, good podcast. We covered it all. F one, NHL, and NBA. I think uh my prediction is I think Boston, by the time we get back on this podcast again next week, Boston, I think they're going to take it. We will see. Book it, two fans. What is the time of death? Wednesday, 8, 12 p.m. <laughs> Book it. <laughs> I just I love uh, it. Two uh, fans, you know where to find us, at Slice Devils Pod on Twitter, at Slice Devils Podcast on Instagram. Uh, also on YouTube and TikTok slash Devils Podcast and we will see you next time. I hate this Craig shit. I thought you would have this down by now, bro. Dude, because you got to click the, the different things. I believe in you. But even then, it still shouldn't take this long. You just, you, 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 don't, you don't realize. It happens to me sometimes, too. I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit, we're ending. Fuck. Craig, where you at? <laughs> he's, he's doing the, but I'm not recording in the channel shit again. Craig? Both of them motherfuckers.